Hello and welcome to another episode of Quilt Club, the podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio. Hi, everyone. Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guests, Sally and Katrina of Grid Fabrics. Hi, I'm Sally. Hi, I'm Katrina. And we're Grid Fabrics, which is the fabric shop in Glasgow. Which everyone should be shopping from. now before we jump into the more serious uh quilty fun can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves (laughs) yeah yeah, we're um we both live in glasgow and scotland and um just decided that we wanted to start a quilt shop with a fabric shop really how did you guys meet we actually met at Katrina's wedding. <laughs> Did you crash the wedding, Sally? No, I was, I'm her husband's friend from university, but um, they moved up to Inverness, which is miles away from Glasgow. And um, I think she thought they didn't really actually have any friends. Yeah, I thought they were all made up. Until we all turned up at his wedding. <laughs> So did you have chairs for them, for these imaginary friends? Yes, they were invited. (laughs) (laughs) I just had hardly met any of his friends before, and I just thought they were maybe not real. (laughs) (laughs) But we got on quite well, so that was good. (laughs) So how did you guys discover the, you know, common love for fabrics then? I think it was Katrina's fault. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, we started trying to do a little bit of a crafter noon where we came together and sort of shared different crafts. And I, at the time, had been doing some English paper piecing. I thought it'd be quite a good activity to all do together, and it sort of escalated from there. That's quite an escalation. <laughs> Rapid escalation. <laughs> the paper piecing was kind of your gateway drug, is how yeah. I'm hearing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Sally, did you had you done any um, quilting or paper piecing before, or did you grow I've up sewing? I've never done it before. No. Um, <laughs> it's maybe like sewn my patches on it. Girl guides. <laughs> that was maybe the extent of my my sewing experience. But then I was like, I was properly addicted after Katrina was showing me how to do it. So. Yeah, she's definitely a pusher. <laughs> <laughs> so could you tell us how you came up with the name uh, Grid Fabrics and why you chose that as your store name and Instagram handle? We actually just said a lot of words to each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was about a, about a two-week period where we just whatsapped random words to each other until we sort of settled on grid it was quite strange but uh, (laughs) we just tried to find a word we both liked and we didn't think was too twee or um yeah we wanted yeah (laughs) something that you could say once and people would hear it and understand what word you were saying and able to spell it yeah Yeah. (laughs) For those who aren't familiar with your Instagram account, you guys have a very clear like brand identity, really bright poppy colors, like very cheerful. Did you have that set in stone before? Like, was that something that you guys came in knowing or was it something that you developed over time? 
I think we're both pretty drawn to bright colours and fabrics and kind of like rainbow designs on things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think especially just now when everything's, well, certainly here in Glasgow, quite rainy and grey and the world all seemed a bit grey during lockdown, it felt nice to have something that was just really bright and fun and um, just to cheer you up as you scroll through the day's news on your Instagram. <laughs> so going back a little bit more, so how did you guys come up with the idea for Grinch Fabrics? I think there was, there was an element of <laughs> we just wanted to own loads of fabric. We just really like touching fabric. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's quite a lot of fabrics that you, you struggle to get in the UK because, you know, with import charges and shipping and things like that, and we got quite frustrated about sometimes you would find a fabric that you loved and the the charges were like twice as much as the cost of the fabric. So we've tried a wee bit to find things from different places. We've got some fabrics from America and Japan and Australia um, so that, you know, you can get those things without it being a huge investment. So we just wanted to share access to the good stuff, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Do you both of you still quilt or do you just do the EPP or... Uh, we dabble in kind of all of it, I think. I okay. think we both have about 7,000 projects on the go. And... At least 7,000. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's nice to be able to go between all of it and both um, quite enjoy garment sewing. And, uh, yeah, I've been working on the same EPP project for a long time, which yeah. seemed a great idea of making a bed cover in one-inch hexagons. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a nice thing to do if you're sitting watching telly at night you know it's nice just having a wee thing that's easy and then my husband gets annoyed if I start sewing machining through the middle of whatever we're watching (laughs) so it's a nice quiet project quite good for taking on public transport as well yeah train did you both grow up sewing um, my <laughs> my gran, although sadly I didn't know her for all that long, was a dressmaker. Oh, cool. Um, so she, she always used to make what I now realize were like immaculately made dresses and things like that. And I kind of wish that I'd had her for a bit longer so that I could, now I could really do with her expertise and things. However, I do have about 9,000 buttons Wow. Most of which sadly are brown, but I can't bear to throw out. <laughs> yeah, anytime any buttons, I'm just like, cat. <laughs> Have you got any? You could do a quilt of buttons. Oh, yeah, it would be like one of those weighted camming blankets. <laughs> it would be like a suit of armor. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've kind of always done like sewing and crafting because of that. And my mum always used to make me dresses and things when I was wee. Um, but yet not, not quite as obsessively as I think we both do it now. I wish I'd done it for longer. I might be better at it now. When did when did you learn, Sally? Um, mostly just when Kat introduced me to something. And I was like, I can probably do this. So I've now got this like hideous little purple sewing machine. That's always going on. It's rubbish, but I love it. Have I you named it? One. Um, no, maybe I should. I don't know what to name it though. It's kind of offensive. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's offensively purple. <laughs> so with Grid Fabrics, are you guys working from home or are you working from a store or a sort of an office space? Uh, we mainly work from my attic. 
uh, which I very amateurly converted over lockdown. Um, it is tiny and you can only stand up if you're less than five feet tall, uh, but it works really well. Less than five feet tall. <laughs> no, we're both taller than that. But it's nice. Yeah, we don't, we don't have a, a set space, but maybe one day in the future. <laughs> so all your bolts of fabric are up in this attic? Yes. Sometimes challenging to get them up there. That's a workout. Yeah, and you know, when the gym shut, it's ideal. Guns and steel. <laughs> so we understand that both of you work in healthcare during the day. Is this your first kind of dive into the big world of e-commerce? It is for me, not for Sally. <laughs> um, I run another business called Hand Over Your Fairy Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you peddling there? <laughs> Mostly tin badges. I've just designed a range of uh, sewing-related ones, so I'm Ooh. kind of releasing those in the next month or so, so that'll be exciting. And she's <laughs> really obsessed. Nice. What? She does some really nice clothing labels as well. Oh yeah, that's true. For oh. sewing into your clothes and quilts and stuff. What has been, what's your favourite one? My favourite, um, my favourite label says, I have no idea how to wash this. which basically applies to everything I make so (laughs) and so do you design your pins and your labels on like a particular program like Procreate or um, Adobe Illustrator I usually use Illustrator or uh, Inkscape which is like a vector program it was the first one I started using because it's free (laughs) (laughs) yeah always go with you have graphic design background no (laughs) self-taught yeah I just kind of decided that's what I wanted to do so I watched a lot of YouTube videos I feel like that is the great educator of our generation yeah I think I learned more from YouTube than I did at school to be honest (laughs) when did you open shop the 17th of October of this year so we are brand new. Oh, wow. Brand new. Okay. Oh my goodness. That's exciting. Like fabric babies. <laughs> <laughs> what have you found to be the most surprising thing about opening shop? I think we were maybe a bit naive about how far in advance you have to order things. You know, we were ordering things thinking, oh, we'll get these really soon and we'll get opened. And it's been like months and months. But I think a lot of that is COVID related. Mm. So I think we maybe started at a bad time <laughs> from that point of view. Also, we were surprised at how bad the wholesale and distributors photography is. Like trying to work out what fabric actually looks like is quite challenging. Oh no, why? <laughs> Some of it looks like they've taken it at a high speed from like a distance of 50 meters. <laughs> In a dark alley. It seems to be hard for people who are trying to sell something for them to display it in such a terrible way. It's probably you could probably do a better job in your attic, to be quite honest. Yes. <laughs> she has done a better job in the attic. And you do. <laughs> and so when you're picking out fabrics for your store, what sort of things inspire you and what sort of things are you looking for? Mm, colours. Yeah, we have a, a lot Always of colours. Colours, <laughs> uh, patterns, anything that's maybe Things that we maybe haven't seen before, I guess, and just things that we think would be fun. Usually it's something that we want. (laughs) So if I see something and I'm like, I want to make this specific thing out of that fabric, then we'll probably buy it. (laughs) Do you have to restrain each other? All the time. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think if we did this individually, we would just be buried under mountains. Yeah, the attic would fall through the floor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We'd have died in an avalanche long ago. <laughs> what are your current favorite fabrics? Or which ones are you looking most forward to getting? Um, I've got some, we've got some nice like peacock colored double gauze with some pretty gold spots on it that I'm making a dress out of just now and I love it. <laughs> we just had a big delivery of some Narita Hansen fabrics from Australia this week oh. that we're going to list soon, which I'm really excited about because the print's all really big scale, which I think is really fun um, either for quilt backs or for garments. Mm. I've seen a few of the prints and my sister's bought a few of the prints um, and they are really nice and bright. Yeah, and actually they've just arrived and they feel lovely. Like the fabric is gorgeous as well, which is always a wee bit of a risk when you buy things from a wholesaler that you don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah, obviously the first thing we did was open the packet and touch it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've noticed, I absolutely love your your guys' Instagram feed because you often are making garments or making quilts and that feature the fabrics that you sell. Um, do you find that you're naturally balanced towards, you know, showing both quilting projects and garment projects or like do certain ones excite you or are you just going with the flow? It's- I think it's quite nice doing a bit of both. I think I really like the, the kind of immediacy of garment sewing. You know, you can do a project in a few hours really especially if it's something you've made before and then you put it on and you're ready and you know and and that's a really nice feeling but I like the kind of meditation of doing a whole quilt and making all your uh, blocks and everything which I quite like. I can't make a garment in a few hours it takes me like four (laughs) days. (laughs) Okay that makes me feel better. (laughs) No that's not true you know there's there's lots of things that are you know especially if you've made it before it's Nope. It's a nice question. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> I make the same mistakes every time on a garment. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, they'll have the same mistakes. <laughs> Intentional design elements, Katrina calls them. Mm. <laughs> Very nice spin doctor. Especially if you do them for the second time, I feel. <laughs> it's a style choice. <laughs> it's definitely a style choice. What are your quilting or sewing goals for 2021? We were just talking about this earlier on. I think we would quite like to get back to being able to sew with other people. Like we're still kind of restricted with what we're allowed to do and, and that'd be nice. Also maybe finish like 5% of the projects that we planned or started. So yeah, get back to seeing people again would be lovely. Yeah, I miss other people. Um, do you envision later down the track that with good fabrics, would there be any sort of in-person workshops or maybe virtual ones? I feel like we would probably be less help than that <laughs> 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 YouTube. Yeah, I, I think there's lots. I would love to do that though. I think it would be amazing. Would be really we'd have a great fun. time. Yeah, but we're not. I don't think we're experts. <laughs> no, I think we're so just enthusiastic. But... Very keen. <laughs> Enthusiast amateur. Yeah. I mean, we could do workshops for the chat, but <laughs> I suppose it depends what we're doing. If we pick like a straightforward project, we'd probably manage that. Yeah. Do you guys ship um, internationally? Yes. Yeah. For you. 
So I'm nodding yes. on this podcast. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> mm. Noted. <laughs> it's time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Are you guys ready? Yes. Anna, why do, Anna? Yeah, Anna, why don't you kick us off? What is your favorite time of day to sew? All day, every day. <laughs> Probably the evening kind of after work or maybe Sunday. And Sally? <laughs> yeah, Sunday, all day. <laughs> Do you wear shoes while sewing? No. Absolutely not. Thick socks, no. though. <laughs> it's too cold here to not wear socks. Are you wearing wool socks or cotton socks? Because we've had issues with guests in the past, not realizing <laughs> wool exists. I don't know. Normal socks. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like I'm sending a lot of socks to Scotland this year. <laughs> At Grid Fabrics HQ, is it you have music on or is it Netflix, podcasts, or just you two yapping at each other? Uh, usually uh, BBC Six Music. We love Six Music. What is, uh, for, for our non- uh, UK based um, listeners, what does six music mean? <laughs> it's just it, the BBC has quite a range of um, radio stations, and six music is the kind of middle aged one. But not as young as Radio One. Radio One's for like cool teenagers, and Radio Four is for like the elderly. <laughs> radio Six is for Maybe, us really yeah. cool people. <laughs> In, in between. Okay. So what's your favorite snack while quilting? Crisps and tea. We love crisps. Is there a what? particular flavor crisps that you enjoy? Pretty salty Pringles. Salty <gasps> parabolas. Yum. What are your guys' favorite traditional quilt block? I quite like flying geese. Yeah, that's a good one. What's your favorite color? Green. Probably a blue. All the blues. A wide range of blues. <laughs> What's your favorite Kona color? Uh, probably one of those like really nice like tealy blue colors. I think we look glacier. Is that glacier? I like that That's a good one. Yeah. Celestial. Like all those nice rich ones. And you concur, Sally? Yeah. <laughs> Quite similar taste in plain fabric. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what color fabric do you guys use the most? I think we just answered that. Blue yeah, ones. blue. <laughs> I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer solids or prints? I think it depends what it's for. Yeah. I think maybe it seems greater to say both. Yeah. Solids (laughs) for quilting and patterns for garment sewing, I think. Yeah, I think so. Who's your favorite fabric designer? We quite like Melody Miller on the Ruby Star Society. And. Brooke Gosson did some of our yeah, some of the Narita Hansen fabric that we've got just now. It's very cute. We've got some really nice, unusual designs. Yeah. What is the last fabric you guys bought for your personal use? I bought some kind of Christmassy fabric, which I know is a bit of a taboo subject, to make some little <laughs> gift <laughs> bags. I know nobody likes talking about Christmas. Uh, oh. <laughs> to try and ditch wrapping paper and things like that. So got some quite nice little Christmassy prints recently. I bought some of the Alison Glass the Kaleidoscope plates that are currently Ooh. holding our microphone up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alison Glass. <laughs> What's your favorite quilt shop? <laughs> Can we say ours? Is that bad? Yes. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> we fabrics, but also we 
bit like Manders, which yeah, is our local. There's a shop, shop in Glasgow which has been there for a long time called Manders, and it's got a really great selection of clothing cottons and also garment fabrics. And it's just a really nice environment. All the staff there are super helpful and really enthusiastic, which is lovely. Yeah, every time I go there, they're so helpful. It's very nice. <laughs> so how do you organise your fabrics in your store? And so at, at the minute, we don't have a huge inventory, so things are relatively manageable. Um, we've got them mainly organised by designer or manufacturer at the minute. Um, but I think it might become a bit more haphazard as we get more and, and put them <laughs> in the attic. The tiny attic. Where do you guys store your scraps? I I try and not have a huge amount of scraps and I really enjoy trying to fit patterns into the minimum amount of fabric because I just feel like you spend as much on the fabric that you throw away as you on the fabric that you used. Um, so I've just got a, a kind of really useful box, not a huge one. Um, and a lot of it's been turned into masks recently for friends and family. Mine are mostly on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> what sewing notion couldn't you live without? Rotary cutter. <laughs> Always. Your favorite one. <laughs> I just got a, um, one of those rulers that add a quarter inch to your uh, the edge of your fabric, and it's, like, amazing. <laughs> what thread brand do you guys use? To confess, I normally just use a bit of Gutemann cotton or so all. Same. Whatever. <laughs> that's like a crime, isn't it? Whatever's that, there. Yeah. <laughs> I think because that's certainly probably the most accessible one here, and mm -hmm. um, most places have it. And a good I, range of colours as well. Yeah, a great range of colours, and it's rarely caused me a lot of trouble. You know, some brands kind of, your machine takes a dislike to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what is your pressing preference? Open to the dark side, whatever works. Uh, it depends a wee bit what the pattern designer has told me to do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Follow the instructions. Yeah, we're, we're, or wing uh, it. <laughs> rule followers. <laughs> uh, pick one: HSTs, curves, or strip piecing. HSTs, I think. HSTs, I love those. <laughs> Machine or hand quilt? Machine. Machine. Machine or hand bind. Half and half. Yeah, we like to <laughs> hand finish it in front of something on the telly. Machine one side, hand bind the other side. What's your favorite part of the quilting process? Well, we're just discussing this and it's uh, definitely picking oh, the fabric. Planning. <laughs> <laughs> and the pattern. It all goes downhill from there. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really fun, the whole thing. But, yeah, um, I quite like doing the binding at the end. Yeah, and it's quite nice. That's also quite satisfying because you're like, oh, this is the last bit. <laughs> I, need to... I can do another one. <laughs> <laughs> Time to pick more fabric. <laughs> What's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up? Starting so many projects at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can finish more and start less. <laughs> Who is your quilty BFF? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys not want to answer this question? <laughs> Amanda's trying to break you guys up. <laughs> Who's your quilty crush? We were just thinking about this earlier on. Um, I am a bit mesmerized by Cotton and Bourbon and her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, I, I can't figure out how she does them. 
and they're just incredible. They look like they must just be drawings or illustrations, but they're a quilt. <laughs> a wizard. Yeah. I really like the Alison Glass quilts, which is why I've got the fabric and uh, started trying foundation paper piecing, which I'm still bad at, but I'll get there. <laughs> and what are your favourite race to make? Um, it, for like garments or for quilts? Either. Either, yeah. I made a really nice um, triangle fade quilt recently with like ombre triangles and um it's like an insane rainbow disco total eyesore, but I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's truly hideous, but it's definitely my favourite quilt I made. <laughs> Hashtag eyesore quilt. <laughs> it really is. It's horrible. <laughs> I need to show you so you can be impressed by how many colours are involved. <laughs> Basically every colour ever. And um, it's kind of painful to look at. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's really nice. <laughs> Katrina? I made a Wixton Howery jacket recently out of some upholstery wool actually Ooh. which I've been wearing a lot with it being a bit colder. So it's like wearing a couch. It is a bit like wearing a couch. <laughs> or a curtain maybe. <laughs> You're channeling your inner Maria Von Trapp. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds about right. How many projects are in your work in progress pile right now? Oh, well, quilts I added up as four, but now you've said projects. Which yeah, I want to know the whole truth. <laughs> I think I've got at least 10. Yeah. Which is embarrassing. 10, 10 plus. Definitely double figures, which is terrible. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this, is, this is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, more than is sensible. Maybe 2021 will be the year of finishing things. Yeah, Mm. that's actually a good plan. Maybe we should have made that our goal. Okay, we'll do that. You've shamed us into finishing everything. (laughs) And then next minute, like, this new Ruby style collection comes in, you're like, oh, damn. (laughs) No, no, it's going to be... It's bad. (laughs) (laughs) And now we feel like we kind of have to order fabric for our shop, so... And then we have to trial it, you know, just to make sure it works. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Where do you store your work in progresses? Oh, mine are on a chair. (laughs) (laughs) When when we did the attic, um, I made a huge table, which is like a meter and one meter 20 by two meters 40 or something. Um, which I had to build in the attic because everything had to fit up the loft hatch. Uh, so it's great though, because you can have a whole stack of things you're in the middle of at one end and still have space to cut things out and cut the fabric on. So do you guys have any other hobbies aside from sewing and quilting? feels like a lot of hobbies are on hold just now. Uh, yeah. Normally we would go out for dinner quite a lot and to the theatre and things. Um, I've been doing quite a lot of cycling, but feels like we're a bit limited just now yeah i usually do a lot of roller skating but um most of the skate parks and things are shut just now which is a bit sad <laughs> yeah they'll come back yeah just skate around the park like a weirdo now <laughs> <laughs> with knee pads elbow wrist pads everything yeah obviously 
Otherwise, I'd kill myself. <laughs> and, and, and your button yeah. armor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you could use the button jacket for. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. It'd be so heavy. Probably go really fast. <laughs> you couldn't move. I might die hill in that. I'd be, a, I'd be like a cannonball. <laughs> uh, we've got just a couple more questions for you before we wrap up. Who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why? Um, I think the first one for me, which was a bit of a revelation in quilting, was Jackie Gehring, um, who's Jackie, G-A-C-Q-U-I-E-T-P-S, um, who wrote the quilting book Walk. Um, because I think before then I just thought you just sewed the things together and that was a real kind of exciting moment when I realised that you could, you know, the quilting was more than just the kind of functionality of holding things together and that you could do really amazing things on a small machine at home and um, and her quilts are amazing they're really unexpected which I love and her home is so beautiful as well it's incredible <laughs> <laughs> I really like um lace dot and dot cotton she's just this person that just has she's like really great color schemes and has some very cute projects that I want to make all of it. Every time she posts something, I'm like, I want to make that. <laughs> yeah, I think the other one that we thought might be useful for people who have done a lot of quilting but maybe haven't done a lot of garment sewing um, was Paper Theory, um, who oh, did yeah. the very famous ZD jumpsuit and LB pullover, which we both have made multiple versions of. And um, just really Could you nice. notice counted that she's made five LB pullovers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because that's the many you need. And she's currently wearing a ZD jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> They're really great, like easy to wear patterns, which if you've not done a lot of garment sewing are a really nice place to start. Mm-hmm. I've got really good instructions and nice diagrams. Before we sign off, do you have any fun projects on the horizon that you can tell us about? Do we? <laughs> are you guys just going full steam ahead? Yeah, I think we're just um, waiting for all our fabrics that we ordered in 1923 to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> What you think? Clearly, we've been very patient waiting for them, <laughs> <laughs> and not just constantly emailing the distributors <laughs> to be like, "Is this coming today? How about now?" <laughs> so you're making friends. Yeah, they love us so much. So much. <laughs> we hope that they'll interpret it as enthusiasm rather than um, being incessant. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine line, a very fine line between the two. <laughs> And on that note, we need to wrap today up and we hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy. I am the dot weekend quarter. Anna. I am at Wax and Wave Studio. And Katrina and Sally. We're at Grid Fabrics. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we hope that you subscribe to the show and tell your quilty friends about us too. And if you have a moment to share what you love by writing a review on your podcast provider of choice, we'd be thrilled. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 Thanks for having us.